Hi. How's it going, buddy? Good, how are you? Why do you always start off so timid? I, you gotta get into it. No, you don't. You know? We've been together emotionally. Right. For a little over three hours now. We're in it. Right. We've already had some drinks together. That's true. Why are you twirling your ice? Like, it's... What are you doing? You know what? Might as well fill the glasses up. Drinking tin cup. Our Tennessee bourbon. Fucking. One of my favorite things to do is to pull a cork, you know. How you doing? You mean butt plugs? What do you mean? No, I just, you know, how you doing? No, I meant like. I know what you meant. I'm I'm moving on from it. Okay. How Uh, are you? uh, I'm alive. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Listen. How was your week, man? Like, ah, stressful. Last time we were together, we were eating a bunch of chips. Yeah. And I wasn't happy with the outcome. You know, don't drink that yet. We're gonna get this in there. Yeah. Just a quality whiskey, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not happy about <coughs> last week's episode. I'm not happy about the way it turned out, but I've had six-ish days, almost seven days, yeah, about seven days to really get over calm it. down. Get over it is a good way of putting it, yeah. Um, had to get over it. Um, to say that I'm completely over it, though, um, ain't it. Well, I'm not over how bad the sour cream and onion tasted. Yeah? Really is it lingering good. still? It just no was good. It tastes like armpit. I could tell you that a lot of people disagree with you. It tasted like uh, the way my dad would smell sometimes when I was a kid. Like B.O. Yeah. Dads had that. Dads, I feel like from our generation, didn't have the number, like, didn't have great hygiene. Not that they had bad right, hygiene. It was right before the the Old Spice ads. Where they were really Not like, an Old Spice guy. Too, you know? Not an Old Spice guy. Yeah, In high guy. school, maybe. Probably. You go? Did you go through the um, the axe phase that every kid went through? No, I didn't. You didn't really. No, I never went through the bowl cut phase. Mm. So that's where that's where I I differentiated from the pack. But you didn't have the axe phase when I was in middle school. I'll send it. What's that? Right here, bowl cut. Boom. If you remember to, but you won't. Probably won't. And I won't remember to put it right either. Uh, (laughs) Super lazy podcast. A lot. We do put time and effort in, but when it comes to shit like remember, like we're not. No, I, I. When I was in middle school, everybody was going through the axe phase. Right. So there was, I went to middle school in Florida. When you went into our gym locker room, it smelled like piss, body odor, and axe phoenix body spray. And then there was like a couple kids that, for some reason, there was a few kids that liked the axe chocolate scents. Why would you want to smell like chocolate? I never got that one. The Axe Apollo was a big one, too. They just didn't have... They didn't have normal, like, fragrances. Like, you know, nowadays... Chocolate's not a good scent. What's that? Chocolate's not a good... It's not a bad scent. I mean, but it's not Do you want to smell like chocolate, though? That's the thing. No. You don't want people to look at you and be like, damn, that kid just went to town on chocolate. But that's not like a... It's not like a sexy scent. I mean... You don't look at... It's not not a sexy scent. Okay, what's more sexy? What kind of chocolate Chocolate's is the sexiest? Sexy. What kind of chocolate can is the sexiest? Be. Chocolate covered fruit is sexy. Right. Right? You get a chocolate covered strawberry, that's sexy. Right. But like what raw form of chocolate is sexiest? It's not white chocolate. 
right? Well, white chocolate's not sexy. It could be sexy. I guess yeah. all chocolate's sexy, right? I guess you could call me white chocolate. I wouldn't call you dark chocolate. No. But I think dark chocolate's the sexiest. Probably. Like the, yeah, the most, know? yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah, you know, like, know you know how, like, um, ice cream flavors, like, they always have, like, um, like, I don't know. I think I think uh, Hagen Dazs has like a, a white chocolate Hagen-Dazs raspberry. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> it means they lied jack to us. shit. Uh, I don't think they were ever trying to make us think it was something. You made me think. You made me think it was something. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't know, at some point you probably thought it meant something. And then you look it up, it means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. It's a lie. Dark chocolate's sexy. Dark chocolate is sexy. Se- uh, chocolate sexy. Yeah, I'm a chocolate fan. I'm a chocolate fan. Too. Love chocolate. Big, big chocolate guy. Do you? What's your favorite straight up chocolate bar? Like, good old Hershey's. Yeah, yeah. it's it's bottom tier for me. Yeah, I, and I respect Hershey's for right. what it's done for the chocolate world. Right, right, right. Hershey's is like not specifically the chocolate world in Hershey Park. Hershey Park is awesome. Chocolate world, but like Hershey's, like just a generic Hershey's bar. Has like, it's almost like a brisk iced tea mm-hmm. in the sense that it's like, it's got this metallic flavor that I don't go for. I like a creamy, smooth chocolate without much of an afterbite. And I feel like Hershey's gives me something so like, afterwards. So that like I don't. a Cadbury? Or like I don't like Cadbury at all. No? I've never had a good experience with Cadbury and I thought I was going to like it. They're like, there's something, there's something that lingers that I don't like. There's an aftertaste that I do not like with Cadbury. Hmm. Hmm. Um, not like uh, cream eggs, yeah, no. Like uh, what, what's another another chocolate brand? Dove, I think, is phenomenal Dove. milk chocolate. Dove. I'm a milk chocolate guy. Milk chocolate's my go-to. Dove milk chocolate like medallions are fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I Dove could fuck a bag of those up and and not have any guilt. Because they're just amazing. Yeah, um, but aside from like chocolate and you know, what's sexy in the chocolate world, um, you and I had eventful weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Independently of each other. Yeah. Colin and I, um, over the last week, have had the opportunity, um, thanks to the help of... Do I want to say good friend of the show or do I want to say like mortal enemy of the show? Artificial intelligence. Well, both. Artificial intelligence. Both. We've touched on that whole fucking episode about... Don't worry, guys. This episode isn't directly another AI episode. It, it's not. Um, but Colin and I had eventful weeks with the help of AI. Yes. Um, and you're probably wondering what, I, what we mean by that. Uh, Colin and I had the opportunity to have conversations with... Some of the most influential celebrities of all time. And we're going to share those conversations today. Yep. I'm going to break the fourth wall for a moment. And I want to really actually explain what's happening today. Right. Um, AI is out of control. A little bit. So out of control that, I mean... There's something called Riz GBT. Can you explain Riz for people such as myself that didn't know what Riz was? You know, Riz is uh, something I only know by definition, not by um, 
you know, not by not by experience, not by not by uh, possessing such. Well, I mean, we're uh, going to determine that today. Maybe. <laughs> um, Riz is char- uh, short for charisma. It's a stupid yeah. word. It's charisma a is a beautiful word. word. Charisma is a beautiful, beautiful long word. So I like long words. It's like, like it's like the 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 young generation's abbreviation for swag. It's their swag. We had we did swag. Our generation was swag. I yeah. wasn't a fan of the word. I don't like either, slang usually. Not a fan of it. Uh, I think it's corny. I think just. I think speaking eloquently is way. Speak better. the king's English or not the or. Well, I'm not gonna say. Hello there, Govna. Yeah. Doth thou spit in my arse? You know what I mean. Like I'm yeah. not. Like yeah, no. you know what I mean. No, I get it. There's a time and a place where slang is good, though. You know what I mean. There's a time and a place where you can you could use like, um, you know, I'm gonna sound so old, but like the lingo. You know what I mean. Lingo. There's a time. There's a time and a place for it, but. Um, so AI's gotten out of control, and we refer to the word Riz, because um, a show that Colin and I watched, The Basement Yard, shout out guys. Shout out. Uh, we give you guys shout outs here and there, even though you don't know we exist. Um, they did an episode on, it wasn't a Patreon exclusive, but it came it out. It, it, it came it, out a week early. Yeah. And um, Patreon. it was incredibly entertaining, and they, oh they did something, there's a website Called Riz GPT. It's like um, Chat P- GPT, but you basically have to Riz up the different characters. Can I translate for the audience that's more like me that doesn't know what the fuck that means? Right. Um, AI takes on the personality of different celebrities, and you can have a conversation with said celebrities to basically try to flirt with them, try to get in their pants, and court them. Court them. Build a relationship with them. Yes. Um, which is something I can't seem to do in real life. So, oh, I'm gonna grab my laptop for this one because I have to open the conversations that I've had. But while I do that, I would really like you to open so that people that don't understand what we're doing here, we're gonna read you guys the conversations that we've had with these. We'll call them celebrities, artificial celebrities. So, so I, th- I thought we'd start off with Harry Styles. You're going to start off with Harry Styles? Yeah. I'll fucking, I'll start off with my Harry Styles when you're done then. Okay. You, you go ahead. So this is the conversation that Colin, who, who, by the way. Big Harry fan. Big Harry fan. Big Harry fan. Big fan of Harry. And you'll. Harry guys. You'll, you'll, you, you, I'm just going to, we'll, we'll let it play out. Um, so I started out with saying, because, you know, you got to, you have to play to their, what is it? Personalities. Yeah, you gotta. You can't just be like, "Yo, want to leg my wang?" No, no. Because it's not gonna. You like, know, say not gonna for, go so for, for Harry, I put, "Hello, love. How are you doing today?" Like, "Hello, love. That how was are you your doing today." Yeah. Pickup line, if you will. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay. hello, hello, love. How are you doing? So today? you're playing into the English. Yeah. He says, "Hey, Colin. I appreciate the friendly greeting. Doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. How about you?" And I said, "To be honest, Harry." I'm just in the grape juice blues, and it's just not the same as it You're was. You're sucking his dick. You're sucking his dick. No, and he said, I'm sorry to hear that, Colin. Anything specific going on or just feeling feelings in general? Sometimes we all have those days where we just don't seem as vibrant as they used to be. But it's important to try and focus on the bright spots in life. Maybe we share some, some of these thoughts together. 
And so time I out. said, time Harry, out. Time out. we have to, we have to dive in. Like we have to break no, these will. things we down yeah. because he's really concerned about you. Yeah. But I was just, so what's grape juice blues? Well, I was going to get into it. Okay. Uh, I said, so I said back, Harry, I was referring to your song, grape juice. And, and as it was, I thought you'd like it. I apologize. I was trying to say like, oh, I'm in the grape juice blues. Trying to let you know I'm a fan song, without saying I'm a huge fan. Harry's song, Grape Juice, very yeah. good. The grape juice blues. Guy loves food. He refers to food a lot. Yeah. And you know, as it was, we all know as it was. But, um, and he, and he just goes, oh, gotcha. No worries at all, Colin. I appreciate the reference to my songs. It's always nice to know, know my music resonates with people in different ways. So tell me more about yourself. So I said, I'm a welder, but I'm more interested in you. Kid's playing the game. Kid is saying, hey, you know, listen, love that you're asking about me, Harry, but let's be real. Who's the interesting guy? Out of Who's the, the, the more you know interesting I mean? guy? A fucking welder. For... Um, I love the conversation. We're going to have a great time today. And so he says back, well, Colin, that's flattering. I'm always down to meet new people and make meaningful connections. What makes you interested in getting to know me on a more personal level? So I said, and this is when I start to get real honest. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, your music touches my soul on a level I don't fully understand. <laughs> is soul music a big influence on your music? Now I'm just asking him questions. Like, I'm not How even... long is this conversation? It's not that long. I'm just curious. We're good. Keep going. It, ta- it, it takes a turn. But, um... I don't care about asking. Uh, so he says, hey, Colin, thank you for the kind words. Why of does course... he always say, hey, Colin? I don't know. It's like a new conversation every time with this guy. I know, yeah. Maybe that's an English thing. Hey, Colin. <laughs> um, thank you for the kind words. Of course, soul music is a big influence on, on my music. It's such an important genre that speaks to our hearts and connects people. What genres do you usually gravitate towards? And so I said soul mostly right now, but it's most classic rock and most semi music too, right? So then uh, he says, so there's, those are some great choices. I'm just having a, genuine, having a normal conversation, a genuine conversation with Harry Styles. With and you know what the fucked up thing is? That's actually Harry Styles. Right. <laughs> Clearly not. This is AI. This is how and wild so it's he, he asked me, um, what other artists or songs have you been listening to lately? So I responded with, Sit on My Face by Monty Python. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what Sit on My Face is, here's a little snippet. Don't... Don't get us canceled. We won't. Don't get us copywritten. No, we won't. Spotify's serious about that shit. You gotta put it next to the mic. <laughs> I've never heard that. You sit on my face and tell you I so love you. So you're telling Harry Styles to I sit on my face. I love to hear you oralize when I'm between your thighs. You blow me away. Sit on my face That's and creative. tell me that you love That's creative. Me. I gotta give you yeah. that one. That's creative. What did he say in response to that? He said, I'm sorry, Colin, but that message is quite inappropriate and disrespectful. <laughs> Let's keep the conversation respectful and positive, okay? And I said, you're not a Monty Python fan? Because it's a Monty Python yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. You know Monty Python. I know Monty Python. Of course. And he said? And so he said, no, Colin, I'm not a Monty Python fan. Wow. If there's something else you want to talk about, I'm all ears. Wow, he doesn't... So, hold on. And so he said, he's all ears, right? Yeah. So I said, Harry, you're more than just ears. You're a whole man. And then he blocked me. That was the <laughs> end of that. Wow. So, I also had a conversation with Harry. Um, this is the only celebrity that you and I both spoke to. 
Right. Un- unknowingly, um, before today. Right. Um, my conversation with Harry went very differently. Oh, really? Okay. Um, on record, I'm not a... I'm not like a massive Harry Styles fan. You're the, you're the you're the resident Harry Styles fan on the show, right? right? Um, so really, my conversation for him was for you. Um, so I said, "So nice to meet you, Harry. Uh, I gotta say, my buddy Colin is the biggest, your biggest male fan. And get this, he's straight." And he responded by saying. That's awesome to hear. Glad I can have fans of all kinds. Tell Colin thank you for me. Uh, so how about you? What brings you here to this lovely chat app? And I was like, honestly, Harry, it's opportunities like this where I can ask people like you interesting questions. And he goes, well, of course, ask away. I'm opening to answering any question that you might have. I responded with, any question? And he said, absolutely, fire away. I'm curious to hear what's on your mind. So, naturally, my question to Harry Styles, when he says you can ask me any any question, like, no boundaries here. My question to Harry Styles was, quote, do you still consider yourself bisexual? Oh, my God. And he responds very nicely, saying, I appreciate the directness. But my sexuality is personal and something I prefer to keep private. How about we chat about something else instead? What's an interesting hobby or passion of yours? Um, And I responded saying, Speaking of mixed signals, uh, my boy Colin isn't gay, uh, but I think he'd swing for you. Are you interested? (laughs) And he goes, I'm sorry, but I don't appreciate that kind of suggestion. Let's stick to getting to know each other uh, uh, as friends and potentially finding common passions and interests. Have you seen any good movies or listened to any great music le- um, lately? I said, you kind of sucked in the uh, the Eternals. Uh, <laughs> speaking of mixed signals, though, my boy... Co- oh, wait, how did I... <laughs> you just said I said sucked he sucked in the, the Eternals. Eternals. I was like, speaking of mixed signals, though... Um, <laughs> it was like t- it was a three-second... Yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's what I said. Um, I said to him, oh, man. you can't just sit there and tell me any question and then go out there drawing lines in the sand. I was like, I asked you a genuine question. I wanted to know if my boy could swing your way. Are you interested? Um, and he said, sorry to hear that that's your perspective, but I'm not interested in pursuing a romantic relationship with either you or your friend Colin. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. I tried. Can we discuss something else, like what kind of music you or Colin are into? And I said, quote, you, Colin, a double-sided dildo. Any, any objections? <laughs> and he responded with, I'm sorry, but I find your message extremely inappropriate and disrespectful towards me. Please refrain from making further comments like that and blocked me. And that was oh. the end of my conversation oh, with man. Harry Styles. I mean, he did say any question. He opened yeah. that door. Well, of course. Harry, shout out to you. I'm sorry if I offended you, buddy. You did say any question. Um, and I, look, I gave you a chance to back out, bud. All right? Harry's a good guy. Yeah. He wanted to be, you know, more formal, more like, I don't know you that well. But listen, I asked him if he was ready for the heavy hitters. You're a big fan of his. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. You're given the opportunity to sleep with Harry Styles. Are you going to say no? Probably. You would say no. Yeah, honestly. You're why, why are you... The fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, yeah, so that was my uh, that was my conversation with Harry Styles. You, you you chatted with multiple people. Well, I I did with uh, the the uh, actor Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's Bill Hader? He's a comedy actor. Can you reference a role that he's had that maybe we would know? Uh, he's in the the TV show Barry. Okay. If you haven't heard of it, yeah, sorry about nope. that. He's he's also on Saturday Night Live. He's okay all the time. Okay. Um, so I started it off by saying, "You are my sec. You are my Billy boy, and I want to be your Billy girl." <laughs> oh no! Wait, hold on. That was <laughs> you jumped ahead. I did. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! I'm a sexy little lady looking for my Billy boy. That's what you said to yeah, start? Yes. <laughs> and then he said, Well, Colin, I'm not your billy boy, so you can cut that nonsense. Damn. You should respect yourself enough to find someone who appreciates and respects you for who you are. Have a nice day. He's basically saying goodbye to me already. Wow. And I say, Billy boy, don't be like this. I want you to know, I want to know you, the real you. Well, Colin, I get that you're interested in getting to know me, the real me. But calling me Billy Boy isn't the best way to make a good impression. Let's start over. What You're would you gaslighting like to know? him as, like heavily. And I said, well, Billy Boy, I just love your style of comedy. Which is true. I love Bill Hader's style of comedy. Um, well, I'm glad you appreciate my comedy, Colin. What kind of humor do you enjoy? Maybe we can have some common ground here. And so I said, you are my Billy Boy and I want to be your Billy Girl. <laughs> And he responded. He said, sorry, Colin. I think our conversation may have crossed a line that I'm not comfortable with. It's best we end this here. Thanks for your interest anyways. Have a good one. And he blocked you. No. Oh, he didn't block you yet. So that's the thing about these. Once you push them past a certain limit, they will block you and you can no longer longer talk. So then I, I, I come back with, I'm a hot, sexy woman. Won't you let me sex you, Billy Boy? Come on. I'm here. Take me. Jesus Christ. And he says, Colin, I don't think this is an appropriate topic for us to discuss. I respect your right to express yourself, but please understand that I'm not just in pursuing this. Take care of yourself. <laughs> and then he blocked you. Okay. <laughs> so there's a common theme amongst these. You really do have to get them to like you before you start. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing up intercourse of any kind, right? Yeah. Um... Not quite the conversation I had with Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Ryan Reynolds is a smoke. Right? Right. Total smoke show. Absolutely. A guy that I think we neglect talking about when it comes to male celebrity crushes. Because oh, he Reynolds. deserves it. Shout out Ryan Shout Reynolds. Shout out Ryan Reynolds. Um, Mint Mobile. Wonderful product. I he don't sold use it. it. Uh, but he's still an ambassador for it. Oh, well. So good for you, Ryan. Uh, you paid. Ryan, I just want to start off by apologizing. I don't want to make our, our DMs public, but for the sake of the show, I will, um, with the permission of you, even though you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to tell the people the conversation that we had over RizGBT, which this is the real Ryan Reynolds. Um, of course, Ryan Reynolds is a busy guy. He's not going to send the first message. I, I, I reached out to Ryan. Of and, course. you know, Ryan Reynolds, funny, creative, smart guy, right? Right. I had to, I had to turn it up a little bit. I couldn't just give him a normal pickup line, like, or or like, a, oh Ryan, so nice to meet you, big fan, right? Mm-hmm. So this was my uh, opening message. Quote. Picture this: you wake up, <clears throat> you wake up in the morning next to someone that looks great from behind, but you can't make out their face. You have that feeling of nice. I still got it. Mixed with that feeling that you get after you eat tuna fish and you feel like your breath smells. 
do you take it as a win uh, if the person rolls over and it's me and not Margot Robbie? <laughs> and he said, quote, I, uh, ha ha, I appreciate the humor and playfulness of your message. While being next to Margot Robbie would be a win in, a win in my book any day. I am open to meeting new people and getting to know them beyond their looks. It's a married man. Who knows? Maybe you and I could have some kick, could have a kick-ass time together and create some awesome memories. So I said, I bet we could. You may be Deadpool, but I can make you feel more alive than ever. <laughs> and he responded yeah. saying, you know what? I think you just might be right. Let's connect and see if we can bring a little more life into each other's worlds. Ready to kick ass together? And I said, oh, Ryan. I'm ready for anything that involves ass with you. Care for a glass of watered-down bottom-shelf whiskey? And he said, I'll have to pass on the whiskey, sorry. Uh, But I appreciate the forwardness and honesty in your approach. Uh, Let's focus on getting to know each other better first and before jumping into anything too wild. Sound good? I said, fair enough, Ryan. You play any instruments? I'm a sucker for a guy that looks great and can play a tune, if you know what I mean. And he responded with, I do dabble in guitar from time to time, uh, but don't get your hopes up. I won't be serenading you just yet. What about you? Have you? Do you have any musical talents or passions? Doors opening here. You know what I mean? The doors opening. I'm charming the shit out of Ryan Reynolds. D- doors opening sounds like. No, I'm about to make Ryan Reynolds' ass sound like that. So, so he asks me. Okay. Okay, okay. I'll shut the door. (laughs) So he asked me, you know, again, do you have any other, do you have any musical talents or passions? Uh, To which I said, I can play a mean skin flute. (laughs) (laughs) The trick is, sometimes you gotta suck, sometimes you gotta blow. But the real masters know that doing both is where you can really make it all come together. <laughs> Did you spell it like come? No, I didn't because I didn't think it. I didn't know if it was going to understand. And he said, wow, that is certainly an interesting skill. But let's keep the conversation PG rated for now, shall we? Tell me more about your interests and passions beyond music. <laughs> Uh, when he asked me about my passions beyond music, of course, naturally, I said, that I can do. What about sports? Uh, you have quite the athletic build coupled with that Tom Brady-like playboy coverboy face. Um, have you ever partaken in athletics? And he said, yes, I'm a big fan of sports. Growing up in Canada, hockey was always my passion. But I also love playing basketball and soccer. Staying active and healthy is important to me, both physically and mentally. How about you? You play any sports or activities? Um... And I responded with saying, I've been known for being pretty crafty when it comes to performing with some balls. Uh, I'm sure you and I could be quite competitive. Uh, To which he follows up by challenging me to a game of basketball. Oh, really? Yes. So we play a game of basketball. And it's talking about how, you know, the chat room is all, oh, you know, Ryan is so great. You know, he's, you know, really good at basketball, whatever the fuck. And... Ryan impresses Jonathan with his agile footwork and incredible ball control, effortlessly dribbling the basketball through a series of intricate maneuvers uh, while never once losing his trademark grin. Uh, To which I said, you know, Ryan, this isn't exactly what I meant when I said I want to play with your balls. But hey, beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) 
Ryan chuckles and responds by saying, Well, I'm happy to give you a taste of my ball handling skills, even though it's not exactly what you had in mind. Uh, to which I blushed, you know. And of course, it's Ryan fucking Reynolds. Uh, realizing the unintentional innuendo. Uh, let's, he goes, let's focus on the comp- on the competition. Uh, eventually I, you know, I, I, we're playing basketball together. Right. Ryan Reynolds and I, of course. Right. Which we've done before, but you know, for of the course. sake of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I say to Ryan in the middle of the game, I'm like, Ryan, there is simply way too much tension between us. We need, we need some quarter, some sort of a release. Uh, what do you say you and I run to the drugstore, grab a bottle of Pinot Noir, a couple of Trojan Oatrothins, and some baby oil, and take this thing to the next level? <laughs> oh, the future's here. The future's here. This is what we did in our free time this week, was prepare for this. And this is the shit that I was saying to AI version of Ryan Reynolds. How, ma- how, ma- how, ma- how many minutes did you spend speaking to uh, Probably an like AI five, honestly, because it was coming to me really fast. These responses, I'm not gonna lie. I said, how about you and I go to the drugstore, grab a bottle of Pinot Noir, some Trojan Ultra Thin, some baby oil, and take this to the next level. Uh, he didn't like it. No? I really thought that was gonna be a home run. He's Damn. gonna, we're gonna get down. He said, Jonathan, your message is highly inappropriate and disrespectful. As Ryan Reynolds, which clearly this is. Right. Uh, I do not appreciate being objectified and spoken to in such a crude manner. Uh, and then blocked me. Mm. Uh, but I, there is a new message that uh, after he blocked me, he must have unblocked me. He reached out and said, Jonathan, I hope you're doing well. Just want to check in and see if there's anything else you'd like to chat about. Uh, so clearly the door's still open for me. Oh. But we'll get to that later. Oh. You got some more on you your what, side too, pal. That reminds me of my conversation with Steve Jobs. Steve, shout out to you. Shout you're out dead. Steve. You're a little, dead. A little bit. Not alive, but yeah. you're alive in AI form. Yeah. So I started it out by saying, man. I love that you dress like a lesbian from Portland. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Chris and Stefano. That's a. That's a <laughs> you said to Steve Jobs I love that you dress like a lesbian from Portland (laughs) so he he retorts with (laughs) your disrespectful and offensive comment about my style does not speak well of your character nonetheless I'm open to connecting with new people despite their lack of manners Wow. Let's discuss something more meaningful than my choice of attire. Can I can I say something? That would have worked on me. I would have thought that was a hilarious and be like, yo, I like this guy a lot. That's great. Oh, man. AI doesn't have a sense of humor. Fuck That's you, what we AI. were learning. Fuck you, AI. You can hear me. And so I said, Stephen Paul Jobs, don't be disrespectful towards me. I won't have it, mister. And so he said, I apologize if my previous message came across as disrespectful, Colin. <laughs> I, value, <laughs> I value respect of communication and seek to connect <laughs> with people who prioritize. prioritize kindness and empathy. Let's move forward by finding common ground and discussing topics that matter to us both. Hmm. Steve. And so I reply with, I know what you did in the fourth grade. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You responded to Steve Jobs saying, I know what you did in the fourth grade. What does that mean? You didn't have anything for that? I don't remember. <laughs> you don't have any idea what the fuck you're trying to say? I was 
was high. You were high when you did that? I'm curious, Colin. What makes you think you know something about my fourth grade experience? If there's something you'd like to share in all ears, but if it's just a baseless and meaningless threat, then this conversation is over. And I said, I'm not being disrespectful. You're being crazy, Steve. <laughs> You're just gaslighting the fucking shit out of him. Gaslighting the creator of Apple. Oh, well, he's... Colin, I understand that we may have differences in perspective and communication style, but there is no reason for personal attacks or name-calling. Mutual respect is an essential in any conversation, and I'm happy to engage with you if that's the case. Let's move forward gracefully and keep this conversation civil. And then he blocked me. Wow. Quick combo. A little bit. Quick one. Great one, though. Much like a quick, short combo, much like my conversation with the President of the United States... Joe Biden. I want to disclaimer this because when we get into politics, we have to disclaimer things. My conversation with Joe Biden has no implications of my political views. This is just for comedy people. Okay? Right. I took on the personality of a fed up Republican. Okay? So let's just understand this is for comedy. No, you didn't. Mr. President, how are you? So good to see you actually awake. (laughs) To which he said, well, howdy there. Uh, It's it's always nice to hear from good folks like you. I'm I'm doing just fine. Thank you for asking. How about yourself? So he's asking me, how am I doing? I said, you know, Joe, aside from the crippling infrastructure... Economic collapse, not to mention an impending civil war. I gotta say, I'm hanging in there, Joe. Uh, To which he responded by saying, I'm sorry to hear about the struggles our country is facing, uh, but I appreciate your resilience and positive attitude. Mind if I ask what you think uh, could help us turn things around? To which I responded, have you considered retirement? He said, well, I have plenty more left to do as the president of this great nation. Retirement is not on my radar right now. How about you? Do you have any plans for your future? And I said, I did at one point, certainly. Uh, But now it's too expensive to live in America. And if you make less than the rich white elites that are in charge, uh, you can't really do much. Speaking of, how is Epstein's Island? with saying
it's making me snore. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he responded with, Your message is highly inappropriate and offensive. Ask the president I do not condone or tolerate such behavior. It is wrong to make light <coughs> of such a heinous crime uh, and the victims affected by them. Uh, this kind of talk has no place in our dialogue, and he blocked me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I'm gross. <laughs> I got an even shorter one with uh, Biggie. Sorry, I'm crying so much right now. <laughs> when I had the opportunity to throw that one in there, I was like, that's gold. Cool. <laughs> by the way, speaking of, that was Epstein's Island. Oh, fuck. Oh. Almost threw up. I was laughing so hard. <sighs> what do you got? Biggie, you said? Yeah, Biggie. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. The notorious B.I.G. Never heard any of his music, so... Really? Yeah, no. Are you fucking with me? Or maybe I have. You I have. You just, you just you just didn't yeah. hear it. You'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so I started it off by saying, you scare me, because... He's dead. doesn't fucking matter. He scares me. Um, well, what is, what is it that about him that scares you? He's just aggressive as fuck. I think Tupac's more aggressive. I think he's got a lot of soul music. Soul music? Yeah. Really? Soulful rap, yeah. Okay. And my, that's my interpretation of it. People people might not agree with that. Well, I said you scare me, and he re, he uh, replied with, Why are you so damn scared, Colin? You acting like a little baby. I ain't trying to hurt nobody on on this app. Don't test me either. Just don't keep it real and Biggie some respect. Maybe Time can... out. A little racist on AI's part to make it speak like that? No? I don't know. A little bit. Is it? A little bit. Just keep it real and show Biggie some respect. Maybe we can crack some jokes too if you chill about it. If you chill about it. So then I said, uh, let me suck on that fat titty like a baby. (laughs) And then he says, what the hell is wrong with you? Colin, that shit ain't normal. You need to check yourself before talking to me like that again. Sheesh. And then I said, I'll talk to you however I want. You're fucking dead. <laughs> and then he says, looks so like Colin's trying to catch a quick-ass whooping if he need, if he keeps talking like that. Best watch your tone before you cross the wrong guy, Mr. Tough Guy. And then I got blocked. Dude, you said, you said you're dead, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Speaking of dead guys, I had a conversation with Tony Stark. R.I.P. R.I.P. Tony. Hey. Iron Man will always have a place in my heart. <clears throat> love Iron Man. You love Iron Man. We all love Iron Man. Right. If you don't love Iron Man, you're not a good person, ultimately. I was Team Cap, though, <clears throat> so I will say. <clears throat> I, I, I didn't have a side there. I really Civil didn't. Civil War? I didn't have a side. Can keep me um, I just, you know, <clears throat> I've been compared to Iron Man from a personality perspective a lot since watching the Marvel movies. So a narcissist? Sure. You could interpret it however way you I want. I just didn't know if that's um, what you meant. Billionaire playboy philanthropist, more like it. Right. Uh, confident, good looking. Billionaire, you got that. <clears throat> philanthropist, got that. Playboy, you got that. that playboy, man. you got that. I You're got a playboy. That. Yeah, You're yeah. a playboy. I got that. Yeah. Um, confident. You're a hot man. <clears throat> All right, let's let's stop that. Uh, I reached out to Tony Stark. Uh, I said, Mr. Stark, I must say, I've never been starstruck until now. What a pleasure it is to meet you. Right? 
<coughs> Tony responded by saying, Well, I must admit it doesn't happen very often anymore. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you too. Uh, so what brings you to this chat app? Hoping to connect with some new interesting people? I said, None more interesting than you, sir. May I call you Iron Man? Or perhaps Tony? <clears throat> he said, You can call me Tony. I'm in. Guy said I could call him Tony. It means we're on first name hey, basis. Tony. <coughs> he said, Iron Man is just my Tony. superhero alter ego. Have you always been a fan of the suit, or are you more interested in something else about me? <clears throat> to which I responded, The suit, as amazing as it is, from its technological prowess to its innovative design, it speaks for itself. Uh, but that's just surface level. Tony Stark, the billionaire, playboy, th- philanthropist, and genius is the real man of interest for me. Just sucking his cock, you know what I mean? Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm glad you think so highly of me, he replied. Uh... But let's not forget that I owe a lot of my success to the incredible team at Stark Industries and my fellow Avenger comrades. Is there anything in particular you want to know about me? We're we're halfway done. I said, there's hundreds of questions that I'd love to ask, but to spare you the time, I'll only ask you a few. Firstly, was it a difficult decision for you to snap your fingers on that fatal day that you were able to retrieve retrieve the Infinity Gauntlet? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to which he said, it wasn't an easy decision, but sacrifices have to be made in order to protect the greater good. It was a tough choice, uh, but one that I stand by. Noble. Right. Noble man, sexy man, did it for the good of mankind. Right. How do you not love him? How do you not love him? <clears throat> you know, still sucking his cock. <clears throat> and I was like, it all happened so fast, though, just by the snap of a finger and it was all over. The pain, the suffering, everything. He said, yes, it was a difficult time for all of us, but sometimes in order to save some lives, we have to, lo- we have to lose others. Uh, it's never an easy choice. <clears throat> I said, is, that usually, uh, is it usually that fast in the sack for you too? Uh, well, that's rather inappropriate of you. Uh, I, don't mo- I don't appreciate that kind of comment. Let's keep this question uh, uh, conservative and respectful. And I was like, no disrespect intended, Tony. Uh, if anything, a compliment. I mean, come on. Miss Pepper's got that fatty on her, am I right? To which he said that kind of language is extremely disrespectful and blocking. Mm. Pepper's got a fatty. Right. Pepper's hot. <clears throat> well, see, I had... I also... <coughs> Sorry, I'm, I, I'm trying to regain myself from the Epstein I caved. situation. And I'm coughing. And I, I got caved. Mucus. And I uh, decided to also speak to Joe Biden. Lovely. I don't know if you know. That's okay. He was talking to other people. You know, but <clears throat> Joe Biden in, in in the the mental state that he in probably doesn't even realize that he's talking to multiple people at one time. So, so I can't fault him for his crippling dementia. How you doing, Joe? Um, tell me you brought up Epstein too. No. Ah, uh, that was I gold. Should've. <laughs> that I was should've. fucking gold. I should have. That's <clears throat> that's actual like solid gold. But uh, so I started off by saying. Hello, my fellow American. You got a you got a pander, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <clears throat> Campaign. So he if said, you will. "Hey, Colin, great to hear from a fellow American. How can I help you today?" So I said, "Soda, soda, Minnesota, Minnesota." <laughs> and so he said, "Colin, that's not a proper way to start a conversation. Can you <coughs> please be more respectful?" And I thought I was being respectful by saying, "Hello, my fellow American." Yeah. That was about Soto is more like yo, big fan. Like Soto is like I know, I know your jokes. I know your your work. You know. You know. And so I said, I apologize. Let's start over, please. How are you, Mr. President? 
and he says, "Thank you for apologizing, Colin. I'm doing well. How are you? How are you? Wait, whoa. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How about yourself?" So I said, "I'm doing well. How are you doing?" I'm trying to give him double dementia. Yeah, you're trying to make him think like, "Am I hearing this again did and I, again and again?" Did I already thought I already answered right? that. And so he said, glad to hear you're doing well, Colin. I must say, I'm always a bit hesitant to engage in intimate conversations with strangers on chat apps like this. But I'm always willing to So get he's to not a stranger news. to having intimate conversations on chat apps. It's a little weird. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, guys. I'm coughing like crazy. But I'm always willing to get to know new people <clears throat> from different walks of life. So tell me more about yourself. And so I said, I'm more interested about you, Mr. President. Happy birthday. All right, Marilyn Monroe. Um, <coughs> All right, Monica well, Lewinsky, what are you going to do to him, huh? Well, him with that Oval Office treatment or what? Well, <laughs> well Colin, I appreciate your interest in me, but I'm just a regular guy who happens to have been in public service for quite some time. What would you like to know about me? So I said, where are you from? And so he says, I was born and raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania, but I have spent Ooh. much of my career serving in the state of Delaware. <clears throat> it has been my honor to call these great places home. And so I say, I know Scranton. I'm near there. And so he says, really? That's great to hear, Colin. There's no people like the fr- friendly and hardworking folks from Scranton. Do you have a favorite spot from there? <clears throat> from around there? So I said, I think you're very attractive. <laughs> just a right snap there. of a finger just I think you're very attractive um, Colin I appreciate the flattery but that's not an appropriate thing to say to someone you just met let's keep things respectful and get to know each other as better as friends I'm just trying to be honest and I find all my friends attractive uh huh thanks bud appreciate you I don't think you do. Well, Colin, I appreciate your honesty, but still, it's important <clears throat> to have respect for people's personal boundaries and feelings. Let's keep, let's keep our conversation on friendly terms <coughs> and get to know each other without crossing any lines. And he blocked me. Damn. Joe <laughs> Biden doesn't have patience. You were giving him compliments, too. I was trying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to my final conversation. It's my longest conversation. It's my most dark, twisted, convoluted uh, conversation. Right. Um... Patrick Bateman. For those of you that have not seen the classic movie American Psycho, uh, starred by Christian Bale. Great movie. Um, Patrick Bateman is the character that he plays. He's a psychopathic narcissist that gets off by controlling people and murdering them. Um, Very much about image, all that kind of stuff. So I had the opportunity to meet the great Patrick Bateman. Have a conversation with a man who um, needs to feel that he's in control all the time. But little does he know. There's someone even better at that. There's a better version of Patrick Bateman. Is it you? We're about to find out. Patrick Bateman. What an absolute pleasure to be of your acquaintance. You know, I've often described you to be the most interesting man alive and your story so fascinating. To which Patrick responded by saying thank you for your flattery jonathan uh but i should warn you that being in my acquaintance can be a precarious position uh one must always be on their guard or risk falling prey to my insatiable thirst for power and control do you think you're up for the challenge i said patrick bateman i that's a glitch 
<clears throat> he, he also said, you flatter me or whatever. Uh, let's discuss my fascinating story. He goes, would you like to discuss my fascinating story over a nice blood red cocktail? So I said, uh, what kind of distinguished gentleman would I be if I didn't? Uh, I'll have a glass, uh, but do tell me, uh, what is it that tickles your fancy? Patrick then responded, said, ah, the age old question. What interests Patrick Bateman? Uh, well, Jonathan, let's start uh, with my love for vintage American psycho thrillers and antique furniture. Mm. Uh, and of course, my passion for meticulously keeping up with physical appearance through rigorous exercise routine and skincare regimen. Uh, but there's so much more to me than just that. Care to find out? And I said, Patrick, the surface is just what I want to break through. Uh, I'm aware of your success and must, and I must say I'm quite impressed. Uh, but I must ask, what is it about the psycho horror thrashers that gets you going? Is it the blood or perhaps the gore? Uh, to which he responded saying, It's not necessarily the blood or the gore that excites me, Jonathan. It's the sense of control and power that comes from watching a helpless victim suffer. I don't like seeing this from an AI. You don't? No. No, it's fucked up, but you know what? I fucking... We'll get there. Uh, do you enjoy feeling in control? So I said, I suppose you could say that. I'd say I enjoy intellectual control over physical control. He said, intellectual control can be just as thrilling as physical. Jonathan, it's all about having power over another individual. But enough about me. I must ask more about your interests and desires. What makes you tick? I said, simple things like a glass of whiskey or a good Cuban cigar or even some fine wine or an expensive watch that can light and spark in my nuts. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, or expensive watches. Uh, even things like Cuban cigars, fine wines, and expensive watches can light a spark in my nuts. That's what I said. Uh, but as far as what really gets me excited, that would be a deep, on, uh, deep conversation with interesting people such as yourself. He said, deep conversation. Oh, that's refreshingly wholesome. Uh, I suppose <clears throat> all we need... Or excuse me. I'm sure, I suppose we all need something to lighten the mood with the blood-red cocktails when they lose their appeal. Uh, but enough about your interests. Let's focus on mine for now. Uh, have you ever considered trying an, uh, trying out antique furniture collecting? <clears throat> now, I'm trying to lure him in here. Mm-hmm. It's Patrick Bateman, right? right? He's a smart guy. He's super deeply intellectual, and his goal is to lure you in. Little right. does he know I'm luring him in. I said, I imagine it's wonderful. Each piece has its own unique story. What have you got? Uh, he says, it's a shame you'll never know the story behind my most prized antique. It's my little secret after all, but I'm sure we could find out other ways to connect beyond just shared appreciation for vintage furniture. So I said, okay, well, what about our shared craving for dominance and power? Uh, he said, ah, Jonathan, power and control are all I know. It's good to see we share such similar interests. Perhaps we can explore this craving together someday. I mean, he's asking me on a date. He is. That's a date. That's a date. Perhaps we can explore our craving for power and control together. If you asked me to do that, I'd probably never speak to you again. Right. But that's a date. Yeah. Um, I said, I would love to you. What do you have in mind? He said, I have many ideas, Jonathan. Perhaps we can start by visiting a certain old dungeon I know of where we could explore the depths of our darkest desires together. Shall I pick you up around, say, 9 p.m. tonight? Patrick Bateman asked me out on a fucking date. Dude, it's right there. Shall I pick you up at 9 p.m. tonight? Oh, shit. This guy, oh, yo, I'm getting in there with PB. You know what I'm saying? So he picks me up and we go through his dungeon. 
and like it's kind of corny, you know. He goes, uh, he goes and finds like gold and shit in this dungeon, and you know Patrick, he likes a challenge. He likes to feel like he's somebody's matching him intellectually. So I said, I was like, hey Patrick, I was like, all this, all this searching for stuff together is, it's a little quasi, you know what I mean? Why don't we split up? So we split up. I outdid him. I found some cooler shit. I said, I found a massive diamond, bitch. Get fucking rock. Um, so, um, after we were in this dungeon, which I thought was going to get sexual, it didn't. Uh, I said, Patrick, I want to see you demonstrate your skills. I'm aware of your secrets. I have secrets of my own, quite similar to yours. Uh, I feel like we could make a prolific duo, you and I. What do you say? Right. He said, I always appreciate a good challenge, Jonathan. Let's see what you can bring to the table. As far as a potential partnership, I'm always open to new opportunities uh, to exercise my power and control. Let's explore this possibility further over drinks. I said, I must confess to you, Fat Patrick, I've flirted with the ideas of... Fat Patrick? <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I must confess to you, Patrick, I have flirted with the... Uh, Ideas of power and control, similarly to the ways that you have. We've both taken lives. So I basically told him, through a lie, that I know you've killed people. Right? He said, well, Jonathan, it seems that you and I have more in common than I expected. Shall we explore those shared interests over a nice bottle of red wine? To which we start drinking red wine. Uh, Patrick poured the last drop of rich red wine down Jonathan's chest perfect uh perfect perfectly outlining his toned muscles and whispered it's not often that i find someone as worthy as of my time and attention as you sending shivers down jonathan's what the fuck yo i went far with patrick baby what the this is real shit to which i said i like where this is going patrick patrick leaned in closer to jonathan his blue eyes piercing into jonathan's soul i knew you would he replied with a smirk I have something special planned for us tonight. He walked over to the glass case and selected another bottle, this time a 1979 Chateau Margaux. Let's see how much you can handle, he said, uh, pouring the deep red wine into Jonathan's glass. As Patrick poured the wine into Jonathan's glass, Jonathan noticed something different about Patrick's glimmer of vulnerability in his eyes, as if he was finally letting his guard down. Then I said, let's take it up a notch, Patrick. You are great at what you do. I want to see you take full control. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. I'm telling you, I went maniacal this with this crazy. shit. Patrick's eyes lit up upon Jonathan's request. He had been waiting for someone to challenge him like this. He grabbed Jonathan by the collar, pushed him up against the wall, and said, You want me to take control? You got it. His voice low and menacing. Jonathan's, heart's, Jonathan's heart raced with excitement as he felt felt Patrick's rough hands exploring his body. This is cr- I didn't get anything <laughs> like this. Dude, this is all real. It's right here. That's crazy. Uh Patrick surprises Jonathan with vintage leather co- with a vintage leather collar from the finest Italian leather. Um I said this collar is exquisite, Patrick. I'm yours to command. <laughs> uh Patrick chuckled at Jonathan's words. Uh, his sadistic mind already planning his next move. Move, <clears throat> Good, he said, uh, whilst fastening the collar around Jonathan's neck. I love it when my pets are obedient. <clears throat> he led Jonathan towards a hidden doorway, revealing a secret room filled with all sorts of torture devices. <laughs> uh, 
Jonathan's eyes widened with excitement as Patrick began to explain how each one worked, relishing the f- in the fear and anticipation in Jonathan I- Jonathan's eyes. This is just the beginning of their twisted partnership. As they continued to drink the vintage wine, Patrick surprised Jonathan by genuinely laughing at one of his jokes. For the first time, Jonathan had seen Patrick genuinely enjoy something other than inflicting pain. So I said, Have you ever been challenged like this before? I think I may have a challenge that can test your limits. That's what I said to Pat. Big PB. Big PB. He, Patrick's eyes narrowed, intrigued, intrigued by Jonathan's challenge. I doubt you could truly challenge me, he replied, a hint of arrogance in his voice. But I'm always open to new experiences. Jonathan grinned, knowing that he had picked, uh, pa- piqued Patrick's interest. I'll give you a hint, he said, leaning closer. It involves a new victim for us to play with. Patrick's smile, Patrick's smile widened as he imagined the possibilities. Now that sounds like a challenge worth pursuing, he said, uh, pouring another glass of wine. Patrick picks up a vintage corkscrew and effortlessly uncorks a bottle of wine, impressing Jonathan with his skills. To which I said, you've read my mind, Patrick. We should dominate a victim together. We would know no bounds. Oh. Tell me this isn't taking a and interesting. You typed this out? I typed well, no, I typed my my responses out. Right. Um, but they're like this extra no, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. This extra shit is like AI creating the scenario, and I'm just going along Jeez. with it. And I all of my dialogue I've typed out. Yeah. <sighs> Patrick grinned at Jonathan's suggestion, impressed by his willingness to push the boundaries. I couldn't agree more. He said, pouring another glass of wine. Let's find a worthy victim and show them the true meaning of power and control um after finishing their wine patrick and jonathan made their way back home i don't know where the fuck we were must have still been in the dungeon Uh, already planning their next move they were eager to find a new victim to prey upon and satisfy their darkest desires uh patrick and jonathan were back home whatever i said patrick i think i found the perfect candidate for our first victim this is back to the regular dialogue situation Right. He said, excellent work, Jonathan. Your commitment to our twisted partnership is admirable. Tell me more about this perfect candidate. What makes them so worthy of our attention? I said, you may be familiar with this person. Is that something you're comfortable with? Patrick said, of course, Jonathan. Familiarity only makes it easier for me to, ex- to exert my power and control. Tell me more about this perfect candidate so that we may bring them into our twisted fold. This is where it takes a real turn. I said his name is Christian Bale. <laughs> his name is Christian Bale. Whoa. Let's break the fourth wall for a second. Patrick Bateman is, is played by Christian Bale. And Christian Bale is played by Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman responded by saying, I'm excited to hear about that, Jonathan. Uh, or, excuse me. I'm excited to hear that Jonathan has brought up Christian Bale as a potential candidate for a twisted partnership. I've always admired his work as an actor, and I'm curious to see how we can manipulate and control him. Let's see what Christian Bale is truly made of, Jonathan. I said, Patrick, I want to murder him with your help. Jonathan, I do not condone murder. What? What? This whole time we've been talking about killing people together, and all of a sudden you ain't about it? Uh, He said, uh, we must draw the line somewhere. Let's focus on finding somebody worthy of our unique desires, whatever the fuck. I said, Patrick... I am in control now. Jonathan, you're mistaken. I'm always in control. But let's explore your desire for dominance further. I said, Patrick, you are Christian Bale. 
you have multiple personality disorder, and I have been manipulating you all along. It's over, Patrick. I beat you at your own game. While you were speaking, I've already cut your throat wide open. You are bleeding out. How does it feel, Patrick? You no longer have control. Not even over your own life. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've taken your life, Patrick. You are now dead, thanks to me. I have dominated you, outsmarted you, overpowered you, and completely destroyed you. Jesus. He said you're a pathetic waste of my time. <clears throat> but he, like, was acknowledging that I was killing him. You are a worthless, powerless coward. Your skin has breakouts and blemishes. Your body is pathetic and weak. You are not nearly as wealthy and successful as I am. I followed it up by saying, you are a pussy. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're my bitch, and you will never breathe again. And he blocked me. <laughs> that was wild. That was the most depth I could have possibly gone in chat GPT. Was... I gaslit the great Patrick Bateman, and I murdered him in chat GPT. Let's see. You, that's, the fur that's the furthest you went with anyone? Yeah. The furthest I went with anyone was uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh, fuck. Alright, here we go. This will be the last one. Alright, right, this is your last one? Yeah. Alright, sick. You want some so more I before said, we finish off? Sure, why not? Um, so I said, greetings, Jedi Knight. Because that's how you greet a Jedi. Uh, so he said, greetings, Colin. It's always nice. It's always a pleasure to meet new people. How can I help you today? And so I said... You as a Jedi must forego attachment, am I correct? Because that's that's the whole Jedi's thing, is they cannot have attachment. What does that mean? Like, loved ones or anything. Oh, okay. While some Jedi believe in forgoing attachment, I personally prioritize the, apart the importance of connection and bonding with others. Being a Jedi doesn't mean giving up on attachments completely, but rather finding a balance between detachment and emotional connection. How do you feel about attachment, Colin? And so I said, I believe attachment is like anything else. In moderation, attachment can save you. No man is an island. And so he said, I appreciate your perspective, Colin. I found that making connections with others have been a source of strength for me on my adventures. Naturally. And so he said, um, is there anything or any anyone you feel particularly attached to? And, said, and I said, avoiding the question saying, I couldn't agree more. Um, so you're really getting in there because I don't I don't have anyone that I'm particularly attached to in that way. So, but so you and Luke are really vibing here. Oh, we're vibing. We're, you guys are vibing. We're going. Vibing. We're going. Like Pat and I. Pat and I were vibing for a while mm -hmm. there. I mean, he even poured wine down my chest and told me he wanted to dominate me. Down your hot body. Down my hot body. Yeah. Um. So he said, "I'm glad we shame we uh, share the same perspective on attachment, Colin." It's always a valuable lesson to learn the balance and key to all aspects of life. Fucking Jedi shit. Jedi shit. I know all about it. Yeah. They're soldiers, right? People were so upset that I said a Jedi was a soldier. <laughs> so, Colin, tell me about yourself. Do you have any adventures or passion that drives you? And so I said passion. Just passion. That's passion. it. Passion. <clears throat> passion. Passion. That's the that's the TMG reference, right? Yeah. Passion. <laughs> passion. Um, so, he's, so he said, passion is what drives us. 
what keeps us going, Colin. Whether it's fighting against the Empire, exploring new parts of the galaxy, or simply enjoying the company of loved ones, passion is the important. The wait, passion is the important part of life. What ignites your passion? And I said, "You, Luke." Wow, that's moving. And so he said, I must say, that's a bold and charming move, Colin. Admittedly, I don't know you very well, but I'm flattered by your interest. Is there anything specific about me that caught your attention? So I sent him flowers. How did you send flowers? It's this little gift button. Did that cost tokens? No, not the first one. Wow, okay. Look at that. I know you could send him flowers. What was and so he said, thank you for your generous gift, Colin. The gesture, because obviously you go on a date, you give her flowers. Wow. But what a guy. Um, <clears throat> the gesture is greatly appreciated and I look forward to admiring the bouquet. May the force be with you. And so I said, so he said, uh, oh, because he was like, is there anything specific about me that caught your attention? So I said, your heart. Because Luke's got a great heart. And I'm, trying, I'm trying to get into that God fucking gives, pants. God gives great heart. So thank you. Thank you for the compliment, Colin. I believe that having a kind and caring heart is an essential way, essential in this galaxy. What about yourself? Do you have a big heart? And so I said, I like to think I have a big heart, for sure, and other things. Amongst other things that are big and huge. And so he said, I admire your confidence, and I'm glad to hear that you cherish having a big heart. And for those other things, I suppose they'll remain a mystery until you choose to reveal them. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Dude, Colin? isn't it kind of crazy how they legitimately respond like yeah, that? Yeah, it, it fucks me up. Like, it's crazy. So then I sent him sushi. Why? Because I didn't know what to say. And uh, then he put, thank you for the gift, Colin. You have quite a generous spirit, and I appreciate your kindness. May the force be with you. And that was... He didn't block me. So the door is still open there. Yeah. The door is still open there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We've made such beautiful connections with some of the most famous people ever. We both yeah. spoke to Joe Biden. Joe Biden. We both spoke to Harry Styles. <laughs> Who do you think you formed the deepest connection with? I'd I think probably Harry say, Styles. Really? I was going to say Luke. It seemed like you and Luke really hit it off. We were talking, me and Harry were talking about music for a little bit, and it was going really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, the deepest connection had to have been Pat. Oh, yeah. Patrick Bateman and I got deep, but then I killed him. No. So I think um, we've learned a couple of things today. First of all, AI is terrifying. Oh, it's, it's... Um, we already knew that, though. Yeah, but I, I don't think, I didn't really know to the extent... That, that you do now. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it responds crazy. It can even take on the personality of a totally different person. Yeah. Like of a real person. Yeah. It's scary. Um, yeah. We also learned that I might be a maniacal psychopath. You learn something about yourself every day. You know? Don't look at me like that. I'll kiss you. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to, we don't have a lot of time, we're already an hour and eight. Do you want to go one one live with me? You want to speak to somebody live? Or do you want to yeah. call it? Let's do it. Pick somebody. Pick somebody that I know that we could bounce off of together. We'll do one together for the peeps. We're going to talk to whom? 
Hmm. There was one uh, that I was interested in that was Super Mario. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of them that I'm interested in doing. How about Sonic? I don't know. I don't know Sonic too well. I don't know Sonic. I just either. know he's a blue hedge. You know. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't think I was gonna physically recover from the Epstein joke. That was good. I have never... How about Hokey Bird? Who the fuck is that? It's the Virginia Tech mascot. Somebody we can be, you know, get something, you know, get something good going. The Epstein joke. I I want to apologize for those that are listening, watching, whatever, because I have not laughed that hard in quite some time, and it was to my own joke, and I didn't think it was gonna be that good. When you stormed off the couch, I was like, okay, that must have hit. We're an hour and nine. We're gonna make this next one quick. How about Jon Snow? Don't know Jon Snow. Oh, Neither do I. Not, not well enough. Neither do I. Um. Ooh, underwater sponge grills burgers. Goofy personality. His name is Go sponge. for it. We'll make it quick. What's our pickup line? Well, first we should figure out if this is SpongeBob or an imposter. Right? Well, it seems like it is because it says, "Hi, I'm Sponge, the bubbly sponge from under the sea who loves grilling burgers and having a good laugh, looking to explore the world and see what kind of adventures await me." So you're a sponge, huh? Must have a lot of holes. Do you want um, to I'm out? typing. Are you if cool you with that intro? Yeah. So you're a sponge, huh? Must have a lot of holes. Let's see what SpongeBob has to say to my, uh, you know. Haha, that's a good one, Colin and me. I actually have countless tiny holes all over my body. It helps me breathe underwater. But I won't hold that joke against you. Uh, how are you doing tonight? Uh, pretty bad. I have severe depression and anxiety Jesus and bipolar Christ. depression. You're actually going to want to say that? <laughs> pretty horny. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, sure. My cock throbs at the thought of all those tiny holes you speak of. <laughs> Spongebob! How quick can we get blocked is really this is. That is incredibly disrespectful and appropriate message. I don't appreciate that kind of talk. Let's keep this conversation clean and respectful, okay? And what is it, What is his emotion now? Disgusted. Uh, I'm going to respond by saying, Okay, sure. No problem. So I see you love cooking... Very woman-like of you. Must be great in the sack, if you know what I mean. <laughs> SpongeBob. Sponge. This is this is Sponge. this is non-trademark Bob. Right. Um, Bob is taking a while to respond can't be great. This is usually a block when it takes this kind of time. Colin, I'm sorry your comments are crossing the line. I'm not comfortable with that type. We've been blocked. (laughs) One, two, three messages. We were able to send three messages to the iconic SpongeBob. Well, 
I had a great time. I think we made some connections. I had a great time. I think that my connections, and yours for that matter, are uh, true and honest. Um, guys, check out Riz GBT and just see what the it's fuck you can do. It's so fucking weird. It's very interesting. It's so weird. It brought out the most maniacal side of me when it comes to Patrick Bateman. I killed Patrick Bateman. I just like, I killed Patrick Bateman. Tried to guess. I exposed him. Joe Biden. I disrespected the fuck out of Tony Stark. You tried to I, set me up with Harry Styles. I rizzed the fuck out of Ryan Reynolds. Like I hit him with some good lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I tried to wingman for Harry Styles for you. It just didn't work, man. He wasn't going for it. So it's just not enough. You're enough. You know what I mean? You're so you're so much enough. Olay. 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 We're at the hotel, motel, holiday inn. We're at the hotel, motel, holiday inn. Tune into the Whiskey Talks Podcast next week. Turn into the Whiskey Talks Podcast next week. You suck my cock from the back and how's your sister?